1: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
2: T's and C's apply in South Wales, authorisation number TP-01005. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. One thing about playing professional sport is is you play for your mates and uh, you want to let each other other down. So to see all you boys here today, I really appreciate that. Um, I start off my journey uh, in rugby league as a small boy from Whakatane chasing a dream and I'll leave this game as a grown man who learned a lot of life lessons and I think turned into a pretty good person. Um, I feel privileged and honored uh, that what the game has given me, um, the life I've been able to live, 19 seasons in the NRL, is double the length of my life that I've been able to live, so it's been a long time for me. Um, I want to thank the NRL for letting me be a part of this great game. I'd like to thank the West Tigers, South Sydney Rabbitohs, the Brisbane Broncos, and the St. George Illawarra Dragons for the opportunity to represent um, those four great clubs. Um, I'd like to make special mention to South Sydney Blake Wayne, the club for um, for the opportunity to, in my opinion, finish on my terms.
1: Very classy, very emotional. That uh, was Benji Marshall yesterday, who retired from Rugby League at the age of 36, bringing down uh, a curtain on a brilliant career, spanning 19 seasons, 346 NRL games, the most by any New Zealander, as well as 31 tests for the Kiwis. And to reflect on his incredible career, uh, some good news stories coming out of that uh, league, finally. as uh, former Kiwis coach and New Zealand Rugby League icon, Sir Graham Lowe. Uh, Lowe, good morning to you. What kind of words do do you use when you describe Benji Marshall, who has pretty much achieved everything you can in rugby league with dignity?
0: Uh, good morning, Smithy. Um, I mean, what can you say? I think Benji, in those in those few words that Benji said at his press conference and that you've just played for your listeners, I think it's, you, you mentioned it's class and style. and And Benji had a career... That exuded class and style with everything he did, both on and off the off the field. And um, you know, I'm just so very proud of him. And without any doubt, he's our greatest rugby league player of all time that has played in this very very tough competition.
1: What are, what are your favourite Benji Marshall memories in particular?
0: Do you know, Smithy, the thing that I really love about Benji, and it's there's, few, there's, there's a couple of players that that might be able to carry this on but Benji is one of the only guys that are young players that I've seen come into the game not only Kiwis but Australians as well but just talk about the boys that come over from New Zealand because the majority of the players that that join NRL clubs have a natural flair that is somehow just bred into Kiwi sport because Kiwi sport of any description has their own way of doing things and um and Benji was a guy who, who grew up, you know, probably sidestepping lampposts, sidestepping car, trolley carts, you know, in the supermarket, and you, you're just trying things, that, which we, we probably may not see it as much nowadays, but certainly in, in recent times, it wasn't uncommon to go down the road and see a little kid, particularly our young Maori, to see our young Maori going along and just sidestepping something, having a big, small dummy throwing a dummy at the shop, you know, at the shop or a car next to them. Or, and, and Benji was able to take that, that joy, that, that exuberant skill, he was able to take that to the West Tigers and it didn't get coached out of him. And right up to his last game that he finished with Wayne, who, you know, Wayne's the greatest coach the game has seen, Wayne Bennett. And right up to the last game that Benji played, under Wayne Bennett at the South Sydney Rabbitohs, Benji still had that flair. He wasn't—he wasn't over coached. He didn't get the flair coached out of him. And unfortunately, in 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 the NRL, like like many sports, um, risk is such a big part, or, or trying to avoid risks is such a big part in the game that quite often many players, are not you know, they they're, they're coached into not trying things that may, a few years ago, been on. So they try and avoid the risks at all costs. And Benji, while he was a team player of that, there's no doubt whatsoever, he was a great team player, he still maintained that independent flair and joy for the game. And it was brilliant to watch.
1: Uh, look, he went through five sh- uh, shoulder reconstructions. For God's sake, I mean, he's not a—he's not a big man, but um, his resilience was was uh, quite outstanding. Quite often overlooked.
0: That's, well, you know. You've touched on a good point, there, definitely. Because players that are brilliant to watch and exciting to watch, and you know, it, we quite we quite often forget just the ferocity of the game that he plays in. You know, and, and the the toughness—not only physical toughness, but the mental toughness. That's required to overcome some of these injuries and go through the rehab time and time again. I mean, you know it yourself. You, you know, you you played your game and at, at times, may you weren't perfect when you went out there, but you had to go out in case somebody else got your spot. And so you played mm-hmm. through pain. You got yourself, you got yourself rehabbed as much as you could, and you went out and played with the pain. And that's what benching. That's what Benji has had to has had to do. Like like you said, he's only a slight man, only a slight man, but he had the toughness um, and the resilience and, and, you know, what can you say about the guy? He, he's. Um, I just would have loved to have had the pleasure of coaching him. In many ways, I suppose, the fellow who he, he reminds me most of from the era, right, right back in the day when I first coached, say, with the Kiwis, was someone like James Lulaway. James Byway who, who had that flair, who had, you know he saw something that nobody else could see, and he's always willing to have a go at it, and that's, that's Benji and, and you know occasionally that attitude and that, that approach to the game can, can you can lose you know if it doesn't go right, but the most of the time you, you win and I think, it, I think it really highlights an interesting part of sport in my view is the biggest risk in sport is not to take one and Benji typified
1: that yeah, we're talking uh, and he farewell himself from the NRL yesterday and, and of course that was the major focus uh, because of those 19 years but one of his great legacies for us is in the Kiwi jersey. Um, what are your memories yeah. of him as, as a Kiwi and you know sometimes because the Kiwis don't play as often, that kind of role gets
0: overlooked Certainly does, and, and the pinnacle of your sport is to represent your country. Um, you know that's 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 the highest honour. Sometimes in some sports, it's not given the due credit it, it deserves, and occasionally, you know, I'd say that rugby league has been through that at different times. So you know, it's, it's up and down and up and down, and uh, it's a bit fashionable, I suppose. But the, the efforts of Benji um, wearing the Kiwi jersey were just—I remember—they're just fantastic. I, I can remember. I can't, I can't remember the exact date, but I remember being interviewed on the radio when Benji first made the Kiwi side, and um, I can't even recall who was the captain back in the day then, but I was asked the question, who should be captain of this Kiwi side? And I said, without any doubt, Benji. Benji, it just sticks out to me like, a, you know, it just, I like could just, he had natural leadership instincts with him. The players gravitated to him. If you get... It's a chemistry isn't it? in teams, isn't it, Smitty? You know, you you know, if you're in a in a team group, there's a sort of chemistry where one person has it, and and others gravitate to him. And Benji was that sort of person, and is that sort of person that others gravitated to him. So for me, um, he had he had leadership and captaincy and follow me written all over it.
1: How do you suggest, or what would you suggest, how New Zealand rewards him? I mean, he can go. He automatically goes into the sports hall of fame, etc. But how how should New Zealand um, reward Benji Marshall?
0: You know, that's a really good question, Smithy. You know, I haven't got the answer to it, but uh, you know, I suppose uh, the one thing that Benji one one thing that's fortunate for Benji's era, it was played in the era where all the games were televised. Because to be honest, there were we've had a lot of very very good rugby league players over a lot of time. Um, and many of them are unknown because the game never used to be shown on at that level, never used to be shown on television. Here we only get rugby, basically rugby and cricket, um, because that's just how it was. But now with the um, you know we're bombarded with with all sport coming at us from all angles, so those memories will be able to be archived forever and easily picked up. Mm-hmm. But how he should be remembered? Um, I, I certainly think he deserves some, something that's very special that sits alongside the greatest sporting people our country has ever, has ever produced because in, in his code, in the code of, of rugby league, we have seen nobody better than Benji Marshall and to consistently do that over a long period of time, um, I, just, just think, I I think what he's achieved is remarkable.
1: Well, Lowie, um, great tribute there to Benji. Uh, there was a downside for league yesterday, and it's very well publicised. Uh, on the very same day that he walks uh, strolls for me or strides into the Hall of Fame, uh, Manu Varavai heads in the exact opposite direction. What was your reaction to the news that he plead guilty uh, to these charges? Uh, how how gutted were you? Oh, mate, well, I just, what,
0: what it does, it, it just leaves such a, an emptiness in your heart because, you know, there, there's, there's so many people who put up with all sorts of things and to play this particular code, um, who've basically given their lives to do it, and they did it for nothing, <laughs> year in, year out, and and when when something like this happens, uh, and it's it's done by somebody who's in a privileged place that's been well rewarded financially for what he's done. So, sure, he's a good player, but you know when these when these people get involved, um, there's something deeply wrong. There's something very deeply wrong that hasn't been addressed at some stage. Because at the end of the day, doesn't matter who you are or what you've been involved in. You need to make the decision. You need you need to have the mental skills. And the mental somebody has been able to uh, has has been able to put into your mind so that's there forever. Is this right or is it's wrong right, Is it wrong? There's no other question. There's no other question. And sport, um, if it's delivered properly, properly, should be addressing those. That's why volunteer coaches, Smitty. Really, volunteer coaches mm-hmm. are so important in my mind. And I know it's off the subject just a little bit, but volunteer coaches. Um, There's a lot lot of young people who slip through the cracks education-wise for whatever reason. They're young, 10 or 11 or 12, 13 or 8 year year 9-year-olds, little Billy and Mary. They're not quite hearing what the teachers are saying. It's not gelling with them. And and unfortunately, some of them aren't getting the right messaging at home either, for whatever reason, I don't know. And yet every Tuesday and Thursday all around our country, at 6 o'clock usually, which is the common time for practice, little Billy and Mary, Mary's down there with the netball coach and the netball coach has got little Mary in the palm of her hand for 20 minutes or half an hour and the, and the player, little Mary, hears and listens and believes what the coach has said for the rest of her life. And that's why volunteer coaches have such a powerful and important a critical role to play in the tapestry forever of sport and society. They can. Our volunteer coaches not only not only help with the sport, they're in a position to deliver social messaging, messaging as well, and that's where it's all got to start. Yesterday's episode with with Boy is nothing. It's just it's heartbreaking and it and it, it's left a hollow feeling for me in the game.
1: See for me, uh, and there's a point I, I think that has to be stressed here. This is not rugby leagues fault. I mean, uh, this is not a rugby league issue. This has come post-rugby league and, and I think a lot of people are, are associating this with the game and that should not be, should it?
0: No, no, no way in the world but, but what, what the point that I'm trying to make, Smithy, is the game and not only rugby league but all because these social issues do affect all walks of society and that's, what, that's why I'm saying that volunteer coaches are in such a they're the most underrated people in sport in this country. Volunteer coaches should be getting looked after far better than what they are, they should be supported much better than what they are. And in fact, next year, I'd like to be able to announce with you something something special we've been working on for a few years, but to address just this, because I think volunteers are in a position every night at practice with little Billy and Mary to deliver not only that, not only the... How to play the game and enjoy the game and all that, but some simple little coaching messages about these things are right, these things are not right. It's as simple as that. So, because the messaging is obviously in society, it's obviously not hitting the spot with everybody, and that's a problem.
1: Hmm. Loe, as always, uh, so pleased you're, you're able to make yourself available to us this morning. I can't think of anyone better. Um, uh, served to, to pay tribute to Benji in that regard and interesting thoughts too about the Vatavai situation as always mate, golden stuff, thank you
0: Thank you very much Robin. I look forward to, to catching up and I've got an idea that you could owe, owe me a drink
1: I think you're probably right I think that's probably a good idea mate. Uh, and I'll pay it to you, in leaps and bounds